Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So your due date is just about here and you're still trying to figure out what to pack in your hospital bag. What are the essentials and what can you live without? We've asked some experienced moms to tell us what they think. And today we're breaking down that list. This is Preggy Pals, episode 29. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise? What, pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit! I've got cankles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Are you a member of the Preggy Pals Club? Our exclusive club for moms-to-be gives you access to all of our archived episodes, transcripts, plus extended conversations from each show, and so much more. For more information, visit the members section of our website, which is preggypals.com. And how would you like to win $300 in pregnancy and parenting products? All you have to do is subscribe to our Preggy Pals newsletter and you'll automatically be entered in the contest. We'll draw one lucky winner at the end of November. And we're also giving away a free wall-mounted diaper and wipe dispenser from Bobi. I know we're giving away a lot of stuff in this next coming month. Now, this is a product that recently received four stars from our Preggy Pals blogging team who tested the product and then reviewed it. You can Visit the giveaways page on our website to learn how you can win. All right, we've got two panelists joining us here in the studio. Stephanie, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Stephanie Sawfeld. I am 29. I am a gemologist due January 9th with my first baby, a girl, and we are having a hospital birth. Hi, I'm Elisa Suter. I am 32. I'm a wedding planner. And I'm due April 12th. We aren't sure of the gender yet. We'll be finding that out this month. And uh, this is going to be our first. We'll be having a hospital birth. And if Elisa's voice sounds familiar, it's because she was an expert on our show. And I think, I actually didn't do the research, but I think it was episode seven. But we were talking about um, baby showers and how to plan the perfect baby showers. So um, Elisa has a lot of experience in that. (laughs) And we're so excited that you're pregnant now and you're on our show. I'm so excited, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us today, ladies. Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. 
Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, here is a crazy headline that is making headlines around the internet. This is from the Daily Mail, which is, as I just learned, a UK newspaper. At least that was informing me prior to the show. So now I know. Okay, so here's the headline. Um, basically, they're talking about bizarre keepsakes new mothers cherish forever. Now, I got to tell you, ladies, some of these are a little crazy. Again, this is from a UK paper. So they pulled UK mothers, and we're going to break down some of these items. But essentially, Things like umbilical cords, positive pregnancy tests, dirty nappies, which are dirty diapers. Um, they say are quickly becoming some of the most popular baby keepsakes, and they're overtaking traditional items such as locks of hair and first teeth. Now, the article also says, although they may not seem like the most appealing souvenirs to many, 96% of women surveyed said they would cherish the items forever. Now, obviously, it depends on the items, but um, just initial thoughts. Stephanie, you're kind of giving me this look like what is going on over in the UK. Yeah, well, you know, the dirty nappies. Really? (laughs) Yeah, that was the worst Um, for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I mean, I kept my positive pregnancy test, so I don't think that's super weird. Yeah. But um, where did you keep it? Where do you put it? Well, I just have it in the bathroom drawer. Because I actually, well, I actually Googled this, and they make boxes for, like, a keepsake box for your pregnancy test. But I've heard that they fade, that they're eventually they not going to show. Exactly. So what is really the benefit? Yeah. Okay, so I took um, ele- an electronic test, and I think oh, that may okay. make the difference. Yeah. I think if you have the line thing. I think that that's that's different. That's like a litmus test kind of thing. But I think the, you know, not pregnant, pregnant, I know that goes away. Yeah. Because I've wanted to keep it at least until I was able to take a picture of it or something. Oh, see, I just checked away. mine and it still, really? it still shows. So but, and I took a picture Maybe it of it. On the brand. I did yeah. take a picture of it. So. Yeah, I did that. But, but I'm I just have, keeping it till I took the line one. You and took so the line I, one. I kept the line one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and mine is just in a drawer yeah. right now. You yeah. Know, it'll probably eventually go in the Maybe baby put it in the stuff. baby book. Yeah, the baby book. Yeah. yeah. You're not worried about since you had to pee on it. it well, I mean, the pee, it dried. <laughs> well, yeah. And urine is sterile, let's be honest. Yes. It's sterile, you know. And, you know, you wipe it off and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, so listen to some of these items. Okay, boots and mittens, 56%. That's that's not yeah, unusual. Those are normal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Umbilical cord, or the clipping of it, 32%. That's My, yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. It's not as weird as the dirty diapers, but it's... um. <laughs> We're doing placenta encapsulation, and the the doula that does that um, also does like a placenta print and does something. Sometimes they make it into the, like a little heart or something yeah, like that, she and then does it dries that way. With that stump, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever she does, it it's included in the thing, right. so we'll keep it. So why it. not? Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I would just keep the little piece that oh but they're talking about the piece that falls off yeah of yeah the baby yeah. not the like I'm assuming it actually doesn't break it down but I'm assuming can I just tell you a quick story so with my my I have two boys with my first boy my plan was to keep it I don't know why just you know as a new mom you just want to keep everything you don't want anything to get out of your <laughs> of course, sight of course and I have to tell you one day I was changing him and it was suddenly gone and I realized the dog had ate it ew it oh, fell no. off oh, and the dog <laughs> ate it and I 
tiny little dog, you guys. I don't have some big old dog. Yuck. I have a poodle, okay? A tiny toy poodle oh, ate the umbilical cord. Um, so you may have plans to keep stuff, <laughs> and your dog may take that away. Um, okay, let's continue down this, this. Okay, so you guys were talking about pregnancy tests. 19% of the people they surveyed said they keep their pregnancy test. Low, but yeah. it does. First birthday candle, 16%. That's normal, yeah, I that's think. that's not weird. Especially if you think you're going to have more kids. Like, I, because I, we had the big one, you know, and I think we even have a two now because my older son's now two. Um, and I'm thinking, I'm reusing those things. Yeah, you know, they're only really lit candles, for, like, exactly. a few yeah. seconds. Um, let's see. Maternity clothes worn during labor. Uh, during labor. No. Ooh, I've, 11%. I've heard messiness. 11%. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just kind of gross. Lock of hair, 11%. Um, stained bibs, 9%. That, no thanks. Why? Weird, 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 weird. Nail clippings, 1%. No, oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Filthy. Another <laughs> thing my dog eats, by the way, nails. <laughs> Just the other day. I was like, really? Okay. Um, and we were talking about the dirty diaper, or in their case, the dirty nappy. They said it was less than 1%. So obviously that that is just some weirdo out there that is um, has a little too much time on their hands, yeah, I think. Why? why? I want to know. I want to get in that person's head. I want to know why. You, they're making new ones every minute. <laughs> like, why? 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 I would imagine it probably doesn't smell so hot no. after a while either. No. Put it in a plastic bag and just kind of. Are you going to look at it? I don't know. I mean, but they they didn't say what one or two, right? They didn't say. I suppose they didn't say. Oh, see, I'm imagining two. I am too. So was I. Yeah. So who knows? I I still think it's weird no matter what. Yeah. But anyways, hey, it's your kid. I guess do what you want. (laughs) Just don't tell other people about it. Don't show other people. Don't, don't, uh, yeah. When when the UK newspaper comes and uh, calls you, don't admit it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's just a very honest person then. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today, we are breaking down what items you should pack in your hospital bag. Our experts are all moms themselves who have been there, done that. That's right. We polled our Facebook and Twitter friends to see what items topped their list. Both of our panelists are here in the studio. They are first-time moms, so it's very applicable. They are also planning hospital births. So I know you guys are at varying stages of your pregnancy. Let's let's remind the audience how many weeks. Stephanie, how many weeks are you? Um, 29 and a half. Okay, and Elisa? 16. Okay, so you're not too far apart you're about a month or so apart so have you guys thought about what you're going to put in your hospital bag stephanie i just started making my list okay. yeah okay. yeah although you know I, I don't know i guess when i'm supposed to pack seven months at the seven month mark is what i read that you're supposed to start packing your bag so i'm pretty close to that you are yeah Lisa, any any thoughts about it yet? I just started pinning things on Pinterest. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) So I I went through a little phase this week of needing to do some stuff for the baby, started the registry, and started pinning some things and all of that. Okay, so you plan for a living, though. I do. You're a wedding planner. So I I guess I would expect this from Lisa, right? (laughs) That is true. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, and I'm going to be really busy for the next couple of months. So, yeah. you know, I figure it, it's probably good for me to start getting this done early. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think it hurts at all. My problem with this seven-month rule, and we'll, we'll realize this as we go through this list, is that a lot of the stuff you use on a daily basis. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And this was my problem, you know, going into packing my hospital bag, as I thought, because I, I love to plan stuff. I love to plan things way out if I can. Um, and it just really wasn't practical for me. So anyways, let's go through this list and talk about maybe some of the items that come to mind that you would definitely put in your bag. But uh, again, I just kind of grabbed some of these. These are the main things that most of the websites are talking about because there are umpteen thousand websites out there that will tell you what to put in your hospital bag. Um, So I tried to break it down for you guys a little bit and just talk about um, the things that are most important, given the fact that I've had two children now and (laughs) have gone through my fair share of, crap, I forgot that. Honey, go home and get that. Um, So hopefully you won't have to do that. So let's break this down. So the number one item everyone talks about is comfy clothes. Now, we can break this down in a bunch of different ways. You can talk about the clothes that you go home in, like your homecoming clothes. That's what they call it, homecoming clothes. Um, or just stuff to, you know, be in the hospital with, um, you know, as you're recuperating, you know, after having birth. Um, if you guys are planning hospital births, you're probably going to stay in there at least for a couple of days, even if it is a vaginal birth, unless you're birthing in a birthing center. But that's totally different. So um, when I say comfy clothes, do you guys have personal items that come to mind that are just like, oh, when I really want to get comfy and cozy, this is what I bring? Yeah, pajama pants and sweatshirts and whatever. But I think a lot of that probably isn't reasonable either because you have to have access for breastfeeding. You have to have access for the doctors to be checking you. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I hear things get messy. Yeah. Well, (laughs) they they do have birthing gowns. Now, let me just preface this by saying you can wear it during birth, but they're also nice to wear even if you don't, you know, if you want to wear a hospital gown or whatever. Um, They can't force you, by the way, to wear something specific during your labor and delivery Um, unless unless you end up having a C-section. Then, obviously, that needs to be a sterile environment. But when you're talking about, you know, just a regular labor and delivery in, in a labor and delivery room, um, you can wear pretty much whatever you want. And I have heard of people um, saving their birthing gowns for afterward. Um, I had a friend that bought me a really comfortable, um, it wasn't, um, you know, marketed or advertised as a birthing gown, but it was something that had easy access for breastfeeding. Um, it had a little robe that went with it. It was really, you know, that really nice cottony kind of material that you just kind of want to cuddle up with mm-hmm. and on a rainy day. Yeah, um, nice. And and I I didn't end up using that for the vaginal um, birth, but my second birth I had was a C-section, and it was perfect for that because I did more recuperating in the hospital. So when I think of my comfy clothes that's something that comes to mind but you're right Stephanie they will be checking you a lot um they'll want you know just to make sure you know everything is okay and that there's no bleeding and stuff so having pants on doesn't really work and if you do end up I mean you know we don't know sometimes you're gonna end up having a c-section without planning for it and And you don't want pants then exactly exactly and that that's something that they're gonna want to be checking your c-section scar scar Mm -hmm. or you know line so like a bit a robe or like some kind of op- you know front open gown yeah, thing something is yeah. probably the best. Yeah, even though I my first thought was the same. You know, yoga pants. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. so comfy. Yeah, but but you're right. You know, you you want to have easy access for everything. 
Yeah, right. and that was, that's funny you said yoga pants because one of our Facebook friends, um, Kate Hunter, actually said that because we were polling people on yeah. our Facebook, and she said, black yoga pants. So apparently there's a trend. <laughs> if you can pull off the black yoga pants, <laughs> people really like I to I feel like to I wouldn't that. want anything tight like that. I would want something a little more loose. Oh, now, see, I have a pair of maternity yoga pants. Oh. Okay. And they're the most comfortable things. And I can imagine that, yeah. you know, they're still going to continue to be comfortable the larger I get. Right. Comfy clothes definitely is pretty high on the list. Another thing that they recommend are bras, like, um, you know, nursing bras and pads. I have to say, from my personal experience, you're pretty much going braless most of the time. I would say, know? like, a nursing tank would seem a little more Yeah, something reasonable. that you can pull on and off really easily yeah. because odds are, you know, your newborn, if you're breastfeeding, they're going to be kind of on and off. They're still trying to get the hang of things as right. you are as a first-time mom, and they may not be latching, you know, all the way in the beginning. There's a lot of training that goes on those first few days. Um, I would think having a full-blown bra unless you just feel more comfortable wearing it home. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's one thing. The pads for, for for nursing pads, I'm thinking, unless you're like superwoman, you're just dealing with colostrum in those yeah. first few days. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, maybe there are women that really need those. But for me personally, the pads would have kind of been a waste. Um, the other thing that I probably wouldn't have found very helpful at the hospital, but definitely at home, are any of the nursing pillows or support things that you buy that you put on your registry to help support baby as you're nursing, mm-hmm. they have tons of stuff like that at the hospital. Oh, because they say don't yes. bring one of those. Yeah, okay, because that was on my list. I mean, you can. I just think it's it, unless you want to practice with what you're going to have at home. But if you're just thinking, you know, I got to bring it because they're not going to have it. I mean, think about it. They're a hospital. They have lactation consultants at the hospital. Their staff is probably trained, you know, in lactation as well. So, you know, with my with my first, they just gave me kind of like this wedge, this styrofoam, not styrofoam foam it was like a foam wedge uh-huh. you know and it looked kind of funky it was like this weird melony pink color but it, it functioned properly and um that way i didn't have to worry about getting that messy and taking that home Good oh idea. yeah that's true yeah yeah okay that's nice to know because yeah. i would never have realized that they yeah. had that there mm-hmm. yeah and the hospital where i'm delivering is um it's rated as a baby-friendly hospital so Perfect. you know they have the they have tons of lactation yes. support. Yeah, so yeah. Mine. I can imagine that they probably. Well, another have thing that. they <laughs> suggest are socks and slippers, um, which I can I can say that that does help. Um, but hospitals usually have those too. So unless you are very particular about the type of socks you're wearing, I know. Um, one of our Facebook friends said something about get the ones with the grippy things on the bottom because oh. that is true. You Your hospital could have a more slick floor. You know, mm-hmm. they usually keep those floors pretty shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so the grippy ones could work really well. Any hospital I've been to, though, those have been provided. Now, they're kind of funky looking. I think I got like nice. bright blue and bright purple. Um, but I was not in a position to really, qu- you know, the fashion police I didn't really care about <laughs> when I was recuperating. So, um, you know, they do give those to you too but some people say socks and slippers are good because you may want to roam around in the halls or do something like that just for a little bit of exercise and i have little feet so i don't know if the one size fits all that is true it is a one size fits all (laughs) deal too yeah so keep that in mind uh another thing favorite toiletries so when i say that what comes to mind what are some of your favorite things that you'd want to 
pack. Now, this is everything from toothpaste to anything you use on your your face, yeah. your skin. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. My lotion. Yeah. Toothpaste. You guys really particular about that Shampoo, kind of conditioner. conditioner. Yeah. I mean, in my, in my house, we don't use sulfates. Okay. So I know that if I were going someplace, I, I would be very dubious yeah. as to what was in yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and then I have my favorite lotion that, like, I'm pretty much addicted to. I, I just use it all the time. <laughs> it's not for pregnancy or it is for pregnancy? No, it's just like hand lotion. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I can't imagine trying to go without, you know, all the things that I normally use on a daily basis. You know, chapstick, lotion. Yeah, chapstick I've heard is shampoo. a big thing. Yes, that is a big one. Because I especially always, my lips are constantly chapped, always And dry. especially if you're not eating um, and you're only allowed mm, to drink water, yeah. that... We had a lot of people say, chapstick, bring chapstick. So that's that's a huge one as well. And, of course, deodorant. That's important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You do have to be careful. As we're talking about some of these toiletry products, though, I would try to limit it to stuff that doesn't have perfume. Oh, yeah. And that kind of stuff. Because I think, A, that could make you nauseated, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending. You've got a lot of hormones and stuff going in and out of your body at this time. Um, so that would be a concern of mine. But if you keep it pretty basic – which you probably are for your pregnancy anyways. I was going to say, it has to pass the first trimester test. Yes, yes. Yeah. I actually started making homemade deodorant during the first trimester. Are you oh kidding my me? Gosh. No, it's really easy. Yeah, it's it's really, really, really but easy. This is a whole other episode. Yeah, I know. yeah we, sorry. <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> it's, it's really, you really simple. soap too? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like Betty Crocker in the bathroom. You know? <laughs> but but what, what was nice is that um, it was all natural and it didn't smell funny. Okay. Um, and was uh, gentle on the skin because my my mom and sister and I all have very sensitive skin. Oh, okay. And so we we were trying to find something that didn't make us break out, didn't make us uncomfortable, and didn't stink. And so we started doing that, and it's just so much better. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm so impressed, Elisa. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Next thing on the list is sanitary pads. Um, Yes and no. I mean, Here's the thing. Obviously, the hospital is prepared to handle this. They deal with how many births every, you know, day, year, whatever. I always like to take advantage of the fact that they're giving me free stuff. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So um, from the moment you arrive, you know, you pretty much have full access to that. Even even if you're not admitted, I'm sure they would give you sanitary pads. So totally up to you if you've got a, a particular kind you like, obviously, if you have some sort of sensitive skin. I would imagine that the hospitals, though, have thought about all of that. Their pads are very bulky. I will tell you that because it is kind of a one size fits all. It's not like, oh, can I have the slender petite version? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, this is the big old chunky. This is what you're getting. You know, again, don't worry about the fashion please kind of statement. But uh, my personal preference is to just use what they have. But you will need sanitary pads, obviously. And maybe if you want something particular, fine, bring it with you. And then that kind of also goes back to your comfy clothes because you have to think about sticking that big old fat. <laughs> pad in there too <laughs> that's true it's gotta be in a fruit skinny jeans well the you want to make sure that you've got comfy underwear yes oh that is true yeah, yeah. don't bring your thongs bigger Please size don't bring your your bring a larger size underwear yeah hospital can you imagine oh. get out the granny panties people yeah nobody cares <laughs> 
Um, okay, hair and makeup products. Um, I, you know, some people say, why wow, you're giving birth in all natural, blah, blah, blah. Here's the reason. <laughs> you are going to have these pictures forever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. And at first you may not think it's a big deal. No, it's but big trust deal. me, um, you're going to look back on the, I look back on my birth photos and, um, it, well, m- more particular, like with, with my firstborn where it, we didn't know when it was going to happen. It was a vaginal birth, went into labor. Um, and I was looking good earlier in the day, but I'll tell you what, I, by the time, you know, that baby came out, I still look like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what I look like. It, it was, it was not the best sight in the world. And I even brought all that stuff with me. Um, but, you know, labor is intense, even if you have an epidural. I had an epidural and, um, you know, my, I was still you know, kind of sporting the ponytail thing. Um, that, that's another good point. Bring stuff to put your hair. If you guys have long hair, and both of you guys do, bring something to, to get your hair back with, even those little barrette things. Like, so if you have a ponytail, that's great. Bring more than one because odds are you're going to lose it or it's going to break because you need it the most now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then barrettes and stuff like that. Headbands. But headbands, something. that's another good one. The last thing that I want to talk about before we go to break is electronics. Now, I think this is becoming more and more important in our day and age. And there's not tons of websites, believe it or not, that talk about the different electronics you should bring. So that's why I want to break this down. I'm assuming that if you're listening to the show that you are um, internet friendly (laughs) and you um, are used to having all your little gadgets around you. So um, I would recommend even prior to um, going in, you know, giving birth, checking with your hospital to see if they have internet if they have Wi-Fi, I gave birth at one hospital that didn't when I was like, are you living in the Stone Age? What is wrong with you? And I, the second hospital I gave birth and just got it. And I was just like, you guys, I mean, I'm glad you have it. But seriously? Wow. Seriously. So I had brought my computer the first time and couldn't even really use it. And so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but obviously, depending on how internet savvy you are and how much time you spend online, I personally wanted my laptop with me. Um, and obviously my phone I have an iPhone so um, it kind of doubles as a camera but if you don't obviously you're going to want some sort of camera I find that it's easier if you can take pictures from your phone immediately and send them out that way as opposed to taking them with a separate digital camera downloading the photos choosing which ones you want to upload I'm not saying don't use a professional camera if you have that as well or a different type of camera but people want to see that baby I mean trust me especially if you go over your due date people are going to be bugging you on Facebook for (laughs) when is that baby coming out? (laughs) And the moment you say you're in labor, they're going to be posting saying, I want pictures. So to satisfy, you know, everybody's curiosity, that's one thing that I found that was very helpful. My husband had his camera out and was taking pictures and even video right when the baby was coming out and we were able to post that stuff right away. So if that's your thing, if you like sharing that kind of stuff on Facebook, that would be an easy way to do it as opposed to, oh, I got to get this camera and I got to do this and I got to do that and and all that fun stuff. The other thing I would say is don't forget your chargers to go with this equipment because, you know, you may be using it a lot and then you're like, oh, great, my iPhone's dead and I don't have a way to charge it. And did someone on Facebook so. um, comment when you asked about, um, did they say an extension cord? 
An extension cord. Because if you're in your bed and like the outlet is on the other side of the that's room, that's a really good that's possibly. That's Maybe a really that wasn't good a comment. Point. Maybe I just read that someplace else. Oh, I don't think anyone said it, but that's a really yeah. that's a really good point, actually. And I don't know if they would allow this, but you may even want to check into like Sur- surge protector, surge yeah. protector things because again, <laughs> multiple if items. You're, if you're like me and you need to set up a little workstation <laughs> in so your hospital funny. bed. Okay. When we come back, we're going to discuss the types of paperwork you should bring with you. Plus, what are some of the must-have items moms on Facebook and Twitter wish they had put on their list? We'll be right back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Today we are talking about the items, the essential items that you should pack in your hospital bag. So now we are moving on to paperwork. Now there are some items that you're going to want to make sure that you pack. First thing that comes to mind, and we've done an episode on this for Preggy Pals, in fact I think it was our very first episode, is your birth plan. That is something that's very important. I recommend that every woman does it, even if it is very simple. It will still help you think about the process of how you want to give birth, and I guarantee it will help you in the process of what items to put in your hospital bag. (laughs) So um, birth plans. Have you guys thought about your birth plans? We just did ours this week. Lovely. And there's a lot of great online forms that can help you through that. That's a whole other list in itself. But We haven't haven't started on it yet. We thought about it, but we're a little early. Yeah, you've got some time. You've got some time. But just make sure you bring it because that was my problem with my first. Um, I did not pack my hospital bag. I had some things in there. But like I said, some of these toiletry items and stuff you use every day, right? And I was three days past my due date, so I should have known better. (laughs) (laughs) But I just thought that I would have more time when my contractions started. They started fast and strong. I just thought I was going to have a couple hours to linger around the house and do the stuff I needed to do. And that was not the case in my situation. So my birth plan was one of the things that I left at home, which isn't the smartest thing to do. Maybe, maybe, here's a good idea. You're you're probably going to remember to bring your phone, right? Because we bring our phone yeah, everywhere. Yeah, mine's on my phone. Yeah, I was That's, just going to say, yeah. if you've got like the Dropbox um, app, I have the Dropbox app on my phone, and I can put any documents in there I want. It's a free app. Just post it and forget about it, and then that way I just put it in my notes. It's there, and then your my notes. notes yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever works for you. And I emailed it to my husband, and actually texted it too. So other paperwork, insurance cards. Um, that's important if you have your insurance card. Um, sometimes if you pre-register at a hospital, though, you can take care of all that information up front. So that might be something to consider. Um, a lot of websites mention birth announcements, which here's my issue with birth announcements. I like birth announcements that have photos on them. Okay. Yeah, so do I. 
So therefore, I'm not going to have the proper envelopes or the birth announcements there prior to my child being born. Right. <laughs> it's physically impossible. So um, maybe maybe an idea, though, would be if you're going to do something on your envelopes, like if you just want to write out addresses, maybe if you had some sort of labeling system, so you're writing it on the labels, and then you just have to peel off the labels and put them on the envelope. I'm just thinking out loud. Or if you have a standard size, if you know you're just going to go with, you know, a standard you know, five size. Seven. Yeah, five by seven or something like that. Maybe you can purchase those envelopes in advance. But it is a good point to try to get some of the busy work out of the way if you can, because you will have some downtime, even though you will be obviously with your child and taking care of your child. Um, things do get more hectic when you get home. And I will tell you, after my second son, it took me four months to mm. get my birth announcements out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, you've seen the video because <laughs> I was editing that the day he was born. Um, but, you know, to get the physical and I do mine on magnets, by the way, I, oh, I like cute. magnets because people put them on their fridge and I think they're less likely to throw them away. Like if I get if I get a, a birth announcement in the mail, um, I'll put it on my fridge for a little bit, but then it kind of gets to its expiration yeah, it gets date. Replaced. And I yeah. <laughs> um, so any other paperwork things that you guys can think of? Maybe just a phone list for people who might need to be called. I know yeah. my my husband is notorious for forgetting things like that. Yeah. Well, I realize this doesn't work for everyone, but isn't this kind of what Facebook is for, where you can post one thing yeah. and then everyone's <laughs> right. it's in everybody's timeline or news feed or whatever it's called? See, I don't think we. Yeah. But yeah. grandma's not necessarily Grandma's on Facebook. not on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ours are. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, well, babies are. I mean, like our parents are. So. Right. And I think that that's a good idea to set up some sort of phone tree system. Mm-hmm. You know, something to do in advance because I was thinking all of my contacts are right in my iPhone. Yeah. I don't need to bring a list. But then I'm like, do I want to spend all the time talking on the phone? No, I don't. No. So I like that idea of having some sort of list. You could send a That's mass really text. Good. Right. <laughs> then people would have to actually use texts, too. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> so there are some extra things that, that are mentioned on various sites. And some of these we've talked about. But you can bring extra pillows. Obviously, hospitals have tons of pillows. But if you've got a favorite pillow um, that you want to bring that's going to ease you and make you feel more comfortable, I say bring it. We've talked about massage oil. Again, that requires someone to massage you. So unless you go to the extra special hospital where that's included in your fee, um, just keep that in mind. Um, change for vending machine. I thought that was interesting because you obviously will be fed, but if you want to eat in between, or you could also say just bring snacks with you. Yeah, that's what bring I was going to suggest. With you, yeah, I'd rather know that I would snacks. actually want to yeah. go to the vending machine. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat out of vending machines. Well, and you also have to keep in mind when you have a C-section too, um, you are on a very restricted diet after a C-section, um, and they will see. They at least they came in my room to see if I was cheating sometimes, which I wasn't um but you kind of have to graduate you have you go to a liquid diet first and and this could take several days until you're actually eating normal again and then i think we talk about most of the stuff our, our twitter and facebook friends mentioned uh, chapstick is a big thing a lot of people are saying don't worry about the bras but we already talked about that um that they could just inhibit milk production um comfy jammies dry shampoo does not work for me me neither yeah mm-hmm. i've never it just actually makes my tried my hair it. gross yeah like even worse than yeah 
than greasy hair. But yeah. along with that, some people say just travel size shampoo and conditioner. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to bring it on my Costco size um, <laughs> Your baby book, um, that's kind of interesting, um, especially if you want to do, I, I'm always forgetting the handprint and the footprint thing. So mm-hmm. if that's important to you, uh, make sure you bring those with you. I would just kind of tuck it in with your birth plan so you don't forget. If you're going to be a cloth diaper, a cloth, cloth diaper, diaper. Mm-hmm. okay, um, you can bring those to the hospital. You can start right away if you choose to cloth diaper. Yeah, we're cloth diapering, but we're not going to start until the yucky tar poos are over. Yeah, yeah so. that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. They will give you plenty and plenty of yeah. diapers, yeah. so you don't so have we'll to worry that. about that. <laughs> and sometimes the cloth diapers, depending on how big your baby is, they're not going to quite fit in right. newborn. Right, yeah. right, right. So, um, but you can. That is an option. You can bring your cloth diapers with you. So, oh, and the other thing someone mentioned is a travel neck pillow, which I thought was really interesting. So hmm. those are the things that you see people wearing on the airplanes and then selling at the um, airport. Yeah, someone else recommended to me a tennis ball for like massage oh, for, oh, oh that's good so like it's not like a full out like that. massage massage yeah. so maybe your husband would have been a little bit more uh, <laughs> here honey can you rub me with yeah. this <laughs> no it's, it's, it's an it unused one right you don't want to like go out and yeah, get some balls probably and then use it okay just wanted to clarify <laughs> and then someone also said a nightlight Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's the one I put on my list. Yes, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, Julie Hausman, one of our Facebook friends, said that. She wished she had a nightlight. She said the room lights were way too bright, and she had to leave the hospital door open to see so she could nurse. And it was really loud out there, and obviously you want a little bit more privacy. So she said a nightlight would have been a total lifesaver. Smart, huh? That's a great suggestion. I love it. Well, thank you so much to all of our Facebook friends and our Twitter followers for submitting these comments. We really appreciate it. We want to know what items you're planning to pack for the hospital. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page or post a comment on our website under this episode. And don't forget, this conversation continues for our members. If you want to get this great bonus content, be sure to join the Preggy Pals Club. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We have a question from one of our listeners. This question comes from Maggie, and Maggie is writing from Glenview, Illinois. Maggie says, I have a fitness question for your expert, Leanne Webster. Is it true that the more kids you have, the harder it is to lose the baby weight? I've heard people say this before, which is frustrating because I still haven't worked off all the baby weight from having my first child. Thanks. And uh, Maggie, I think a lot of us here in the studio totally understand what you're going through. But let's see what Leanne has to say. Hi, Maggie. This is Leanne Webster with 52 Healthy Weeks. I just wanted to take some time to answer your question. 
is it true that the more kids you have, the harder it is to lose weight? Well, I would say um, it's true because the more kids you have, the less time you have. Um, however, biologically speaking, uh, you should be able to lose all of your baby weight regardless of how many kids you've had. Um, there are a few things to keep in mind, though, especially since you are a new mom. Um, first, in, it's really critical to have good sleep in order to have an efficient um, metabolism. When you don't get good sleep, you are not um, producing enough hormones and you're producing too many of another hormone, um, and this prevents your body from working efficiently. So uh, just remember that and give yourself a break until you're um, truly sleeping well consistently. Um, the second thing is that, you know, you've got less time now, obviously, so it's harder to fit in exercise. So what I always tell people is write it on your calendar and, um, you know, really make it a priority and try to get your heart rate up for at least 30 minutes a day. And sometimes that requires, you know, pushing the baby in the stroller or wearing the baby in a backpack or um, in a baby Bjorn. Um, but, you know, really, really make it a goal if you're getting good sleep to, to get in the exercise too. Um, also, focus on eating consistently throughout the day because that will keep your metabolism up. And um, choose really healthy, nutritious snacks, lots of fruits and vegetables and uh, snacks that are high in fiber. And um, just be patient and remember that it takes a deficit of 3,500 calories to lose a pound. You're a new mom, enjoy it, have fun, and um, just keep trying. And yes, there is absolutely hope. I've got um, a child myself, and, uh, and it, just, it took a lot longer than I thought it would, but I eventually did it. So um, good luck, and have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. That wraps up our show for today. If you have a question or comment about our show, we would love to hear it. Send us an email through our website or call the Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.